Good afternoon, everybody. We're back with Rich Tomaselli, Hudson Valley Sports Report uh, podcast. Um, with recent news of, you know, high school football um, being given the okay to start, a couple of schools are currently opting out early. Um, Rich, can you get us up to date on some of that? Yeah. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you again for uh, tuning in. This is our third podcast, uh, third of, of, uh, of, of many, we hope. Uh, that'll be a weekly on a more consistent basis, On uh, usually on Fridays, and we'll start incorporating guests. We wanted to uh, get up to speed with everything and the technology, and I'm leaving that all to all the Fast Eddie over there because he knows what he's doing, and I don't. <laughs> Thank God I have a 20-year-old and a 16-year-old who uh, I can call and say, this thing on the computer is not working. Um, so um, let me catch everybody up to date here. A couple things uh, I want to talk about today. Uh, one is, uh, we'll get to that last, uh, one is the uh, Renegades uh, have a schedule out uh, for the uh, new season and their new affiliation with the New York Yankees. Um, you know, another thing I want to talk about is uh, the winter sports season, which has started. There are games going on, but with all the snow, um, I wish Section 9 would change its mind about when its end date is going to be for the winter sports season because it's canceling a lot of events already. Um, and we'll talk about that. Uh, but uh, first, I wanted to lead off with um, something that's made me kind of uh, disillusioned, uh, angry, um, you know, heartbroken again uh, for all our great student athletes out there. And that was the news uh, this week that uh, two schools in Section 9 have decided to opt out of football. One was uh, Saugerties, and the other one was Newt Paltz, and that just happened uh, yesterday, Thursday, uh, February the 18th. Uh, the news started to trickle out from Wednesday, the previous evening's board meeting. Um, there's been a lot of stuff going all over social media, a lot of which... Uh, when I wrote my initial story that I did not print um, some of the stuff we can, we can certainly discuss here between Eddie and I, and uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll caution you ahead of time. I'll probably, you know, use a lot of, uh, you know, disclaimers about, you know, allegedly this happened or allegedly that happened, but the bottom line is there's not going to be any football at New Paltz, And that's a, a shame. It's a great program. Um, it's a, uh, it's a winning program. Coach Tom Tegler has been there for years. He's got a sectional championship under his belt. Um, and basically, this is the bottom line. The uh, The board met on Wednesday night. And although there's some speculation about whether or not there was even a vote, at the end of the meeting, the uh, board president announced that we're not playing football this year. So there were a lot of reasons thrown about, one of which uh, allegedly was too much snow on the field. Let's start with that. Uh, Eddie, you and I both know, um, you know, in Green Bay, they pay the local people 10 bucks an hour to come out and shovel out a, you know, a 60 or 70,000 seat stadium. Uh, so to me, and forgive me, this is how angry I am. If that's one of the reasons why they're not having football, that's bullshit. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably the lamest excuse that I've heard for a season not taking place, and, and probably in the country. Um, and I get it; it's just one of the excuses. But you know what I'm talking about. I mean, yes, yeah. I, I mean, they're just looking. Uh, to me, that sounds like they're looking for reasons not to say, you know, we're not going to have a season because, you know, 
because of everything going on. Right. They're looking, looking for a reason not to do this. They're saying we don't have turf field. We can't plow off the field like other schools can plow off their fields. We'll destroy our field. We were talking earlier before we came on. You know as well as I do, you can call these kids up in a half an hour, maybe an hour from now. I'll actually say 45 minutes from now, and you'd have 30 of them up there with shovels, you know, shoveling oh. off that field so they can play football. Absolutely. You could start, even if you got 30 kids to come out, you could line up 15 on every yard line on one side of the sidelines, 15 on the other, meet halfway, and then move on to the next set of 15 yards, and then move on to the next set of 15 yards. That field will be done in an hour to an hour and a half, tops. Absolutely. And they don't have to shovel, per se. I get it. It's a grass field, okay? They don't have to shovel, per se. They can turn the shovels around. They can drag it backwards, um, you know, so they're not ripping up the, the grass and the turf. I do understand, uh, you know, the way, uh, you know, if that's one of the reasons, I do understand the concerns of the maintenance people or the grounds people. But if that's one of the reasons, I mean, wow. Um, you know, that just leaves a lot to be desired. And like we said, you know, I know for a fact, I mean, it's been, it's been done before, you know, when we've gotten late season snowstorms, Arlington's uh, lacrosse program, Arlington high school, the lacrosse kids have come out and shoveled that field. Yes, I get it. It's turf. I understand, but nonetheless, they want to play. So they got their butts out there and they shoveled everything off and they did yeah, a tremendous job. This is just an excuse by New Paltz just to, to not have a football season. I, I, it's plain and simple. I mean, you could see, you could see it. Yeah, and you know some of the other reasons are, um, you know, let's let's talk about another one of the uh, uh, alleged reasons was that the doctor who handles the district uh, said, uh, with everything going on, he doesn't think it's a prudent idea to uh, to have football, which was classified as a high risk sport, um, as was volleyball. Now I'll fight to the death. We've talked about this before. Why volleyball is a high risk sport? The only thing I could think of is that it's played indoors. Uh, the kids are fairly close to each other on the court. Uh, I get that. But if you're going to approve volleyball, as they did, and not football, I've got a problem with that. And moreover, you know, as as some in social media are speculating, this doctor also handles Rondout Valley and Ellenville. Well, Rondout Valley and Ellenville are playing. Which he approved to play. Right. He, he gave his blessing for those two schools to play football. But according to New Paltz Board of Education, would not give New Paltz his blessing to play football. Well, if that's true, I don't understand why that would happen. Now, let me preface this, folks, by, by telling you at this exact moment, we're recording this at about four o'clock on, on, on Friday. Um, at this exact moment, I still have not heard back in more than 24 hours from the New Paltz superintendent, the board president, and their athletic director. Now, to me, that says a lot. <laughs> when you're supposed to be representing the school district in your various capacities, if you're not dealing with the media, and I'm not getting up on a soapbox here saying, you know, we're you know we're wrong, the media was wrong, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, you know you can't blow us off, blah blah blah. Sure, you can, but something like this, wouldn't you want to convey more to your kids? to your parents, to your coaching staff about why this happened. In our story uh, that I printed yesterday, almost around the same time uh, uh, as today, almost you know late, late afternoon, I did get through to Coach Tom Tegler. Um, you know, he said, you know, look, there isn't a lot I can say. 
there's not a lot I'm supposed to say. You know, he felt bad for the seniors. And one of the things he talked about, Eddie, and you and I were talking about it off, off air a little bit, is the timing. It's 11 days before you're supposed to start practice. 11 days. You mean to tell me that the board meets every two weeks or so? That this wasn't a topic of discussion or should have been two weeks ago at, at whatever the most recent meeting was? Well, two weeks ago, we didn't have two feet of snow on the football field, so they really didn't have an excuse to use. I, I, I get that, but like you know, like we just said, that that's a pretty bogus excuse, though. I agree. That's you know, I'm I'm saying it in, in in jest, but you know, it's I don't know. I think it's very poor on the board of education in, in New Paltz that this is the route they've taken and these are the reasons they've given. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very disingenuous. Um, I find it hard to believe uh, that some of the things we're talking about here, the excuses or the, you know, an excuse, the reasons why, you know, can't, can't shovel off the field, can't do this. Uh, the doctor wouldn't sign off on it. Uh, even one of them, you know, I did talk to the uh, new Paltz's uh, quarterback. Um, you know, he was telling me that uh, he was watching it online live as it happened because and so were his teammates and these poor kids are watching it, you know, just for, uh, just for the sake of watching it because they didn't think they were going to get blindsided with a no answer. They were just watching it because they wanted to hear it, you know, hear the yes um, as, a, uh, as a matter of course, and they didn't get it. And one of the things uh, that the New Paltz quarterback had told me, Logan, um, that came out of the meeting was, uh, well, you know, the doctor was concerned about uh, the sharing of pads and equipment. It doesn't happen. Not even at the high, not even at the peewee level. Kids get their own pads. Okay. I mean, at the high school level, they've got their own equipment. Nobody wears their helmet. Nobody wears their pads. Nobody wears their their uh, 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 the pads they put uh, in the pants of their uh, uniforms to protect their hips and their knees. It, it's it's mind boggling if that again if that is another reason because that again would just be an excuse. I agree. I mean, I agree 100%. It, it, it's, it, they're looking for reasons not to have the season. Listen, if you don't want to have the season, come out and say, you know, we're not comfortable with it. We don't want to put our kids at risk, and we're just not going to have the season this year. We're just going to skip it, and we're going to resume spring sports, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why, why would you – yeah, if you if you don't want the season, why would you come out and just say, look, we don't think it's prudent to, to have this season. Don't mention anything about – Oh, we can't clean the field off, or we're we're afraid if you're exchanging equipment and and the pads and they're not sanitized. Don't come out with that BS. Just come out with a reason and, and and the true reason and say we're not comfortable with it. We think that the pandemic and the and the virus is still active enough that something could happen. We don't want it to spread. Um, you know, but again, if they approved volleyball where the kids are are you know still also fairly close, look, they're right. They're not banging heads and are not up against each other like football. I get that. But if you're worried about some sort of super spreader type thing, um, you know, volleyball's got kids who, hey, on one rally, every single kid on that court could touch the ball. So, you know, just come out and say it. Just, just, just you know, own up to it and just say, well, we decided we don't want it. We're not comfortable with it. The doctor's not comfortable with it. We follow his advice, and we're going to go from there. Don't try to mitigate it by saying something stupid like we can't clean the field off or whatever. 
And well, well, my problem is, you know, don't say the doctor's not comfortable with it. That's not a legitimate reason. Not when he when, not when he gave permission to two other schools or gave his blessing to two other schools to, so they could play football. Right. I, anyway. I get that. And I wonder, you know, I mean, I wonder. Here's my thought. You tell me what you think. If it's true that he did sign off on Rondout Valley and Ellenville, those are two very small school districts. In fact, Ellenville is down now down playing uh, eight-man football instead of the traditional 11-on-11. So I wonder if that factored into it. Do you think? You know, is that is that a circumstance that these are, uh, you know, the, these uh, those programs are not nearly as big as uh, as a Class A school like New Falls? I mean, it's possible, but uh, but 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 the problem is they're leaving us to speculation because right, exactly. we, weren't, we weren't given a reason other than you know we can't get the snow off the field and right. You're, you know what, Eddie? You are exactly right. You're leaving this out for speculation to people like us to the community, to the players, to their families, to their supporters. And that's probably even worse than just coming out and saying the reason, you know, we're not having football. We made a decision. I'm sorry. That's our decision. I'd respect you more if you came out and said that instead of of dancing around it. Again, I probably wouldn't agree with the decision, but I respect you for coming out and saying that this is the reason why we're not doing exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. You may, you, may, you may still disagree with it, but if they had just done it in, in a fashion that was upfront and, and honest, um, you know, without, uh, you know, without couching their, you know, their, their, their response, so to speak, they will, it would have been a lot better. Yeah. Now, been a lot better. now, on the other hand, you know, we started talking about this with basketball wrestling. Um, we were kind of hesitant on saying, you know, schools are going to play, schools are not going to play, and then a large amount of schools decided not to play basketball, wrestling, stuff like that. Um, do you think a bunch of other schools are going to jump in line with this and say, you know what, we're just not going to do it either? But, you know, Newport, I think the Newport yeah set the you know the bar, and now you know what, we're just not going to do it either. Well, you've got two. Uh, you know, we're 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 forgetting about Saugerties here, and we're not, you know, not intentionally or, or on purpose leaving them out uh, for any reason. Uh, you know, they did decide. You know, they are not going to play football. This this uh, you know, and and you know, one of the other reasons there too was, you know, they talked about the short season. Is it worth it? Okay, that that that's a that's an okay argument. That's a good argument. Okay, the other another reason and a very very legitimate argument and one that i've made um you know for my own son in in his school district um they still aren't you know they're gonna they're they're allowed to play they're gonna start practice on march 1st but they've got a game on march 12th i can tell you right now my son is built like a brick you know what but from a cardio standpoint i'm not sure if he's ready so are you gonna get these kids hurt by starting practice on the 1st and having a game on the 12th after having not played a football game since, what, the end of 2019? <laughs> and and having to get in the mandatory 10 practices for every right. year. And God knows what the weather's going to be. I mean, we got more snow coming Monday. You know, yeah. who, knows, who knows what's going to go on next month? So yeah. I understand. Yeah, I understand that. I understand those two things are, are, you know, to me are quite legitimate. It's a short season. Do you want to risk getting the kids hurt? And along those lines of getting the kids hurt, you know, are are we ready? Are, are these kids physically ready to play football? Not everybody 
you know, this this was a school district, district by district or superintendent by superintendent thing to um, uh, to decide whether or not they were going to have off-season workouts. Now, not everybody has been able to, to do that. Some schools over in Section 9 did. I think Monroe Woodbury is one of them, um, and I may be wrong there, but um, I, do, I do know there was one or two schools over in Section 9 that were allowed to work out in the off-season. So they're ready to go cardio-wise. These kids have been running and sprinting and and, uh, uh, you know, doing some mock seven-on-seven drills, that sort of thing. But is everybody else ready? I'm not sure. I don't think so. They'll kind of build into that as the season goes along. So, yes, I do understand if those are your reasons, uh, at least two of them anyway, why you're not going to play football. But, uh, you know, I just, again, the whole timing thing. And, and to get back to your original you know, thought there, Eddie, um, yeah. I mean, now that Socrates and, and, and New Paltz have done it, two schools, even Tom Tegler said, um, and I, I believe his quote was in the uh, in the Middletown paper, his quote was, he would not be surprised if the precedent was set and other schools said, you know what, we're, you know, we, we, we rethought this whole thing, we're not going to do it either for those very reasons. Short yeah. season, we don't want to get kids any hurt, we're not sure how what kind of shape they're in. And that sort of thing. So yeah, I, I could and, see, and I I agree with it. I understand. I, I I see more schools opting out of this in the future, in the very near future. I I think you're going to see a lot of the big double A schools are going to jump out. You know the the. Well, they they've got a week from Monday to decide before they start practice. Yeah, I, th- and, I think I don't think you're going to see NFA playing. I don't think you're going to see you know Monroe and 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 you know Kingston. I I don't think you're going to see these schools play just. Just because of the short season, just because of the time constraints, um, I, I just, you know, and the health standpoint, of, and, of, and I know. right exactly, and making yeah. sure your kids don't get hurt and, and and don't get sick. I mean, by all means, I, I I understand that. I don't necessarily agree with all of it, you know, as far as the the, the COVID reasons, you know, I don't think it's all that bad. But when you come out and you blame it on snow on the field and you blame it on a doctor. You know, I don't knock any school for not wanting to play this year for the reasons, uh, you know, we've all discussed, we all know about. Right. But to come out and blame it on snow and a doctor, to me, it's just, they blew it. They absolutely yep. blew it. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope that there is some sort of, uh, uh, you know, they are organizing a social media campaign uh, to reach out to uh, parents and other stakeholders in the district. Uh, there was even... Uh, Local was, senator or local assemblyman, I think. Um, yeah, Lawler, I think it was. Yes. So it, it was he who, uh, you know, reacted right away online on, on his Twitter account and said, you know, that's terrible. Um, you know, so at least they, they can start there. Because, look, it, it, it did work in Section 1 when Maypac coach Dominic DiMatteo started his advocacy uh, by recruiting parents, players, uh, fans to reach out to local politicians. Then the politicians became involved. And then all of a sudden Cuomo decided, okay, you guys can play. Uh, you know, here's the ground rules. I'll say it's okay to play. You got to get the okay also from your superintendent and from your local county health commissioner. Yeah. Okay, we talked about that, you know, on our last podcast that he kind of punted on that, but that's beside the point. That advocacy ended up working. Here's the difference. Don DiMatteo down at Mayapack put that together in January. Right. He's been, you know, he's been doing this now for you know, a good month and a half or at least the one full month before Cuomo finally, you know, made his decision and kind of got the ball rolling for section one to have uh, to have football and high risk sports. 
Uh, do they have that kind of time in Section 9 and for New Paltz now that it's February uh, 19th and you're going to start football in, in about 10 days? Man, I, I don't think so. I don't think so unless a miracle happens. Well, I'll tell you, if they get if they get a campaign together and they're allowed to play football, that's a hell of a campaign. That kind absolutely, of, whoever, absolutely. Or whoever organizes that has definitely got a career. <laughs> well, speaking of the timing issue, I wanted to jump into our second topic here. Um, it's it's interesting what is happening with Section Nine. Uh, they are Section Nine is just going to have a series of games of basketball games, and they have started. I think Marlboro's got, you know, two or three games under its belt and uh, some other Section 9 schools, uh, basketball we're talking here uh, for the moment. Um, and my problem here is that Section 9 is holding steadfast to when its winter season will end, okay? And that's going to be on February 28th. So you're talking less than two weeks from now. And... I'd be hard-pressed to show you any Section 9 boys or girls basketball team that has more than three or four games in so far because of the weather. Um, you know, look at this week. Games were canceled yesterday. I just got off the Section 9 website not an hour ago. Almost every game that was scheduled for today also canceled. Section 9 will not be having a postseason tournament similar to what Section 1 is going to have section one is going to have a, a postseason basketball tournament for boys and girls as it did uh for soccer and field hockey in the fall it's kind of a uh you know kind of a bastardized version of sectionals except they just put teams in for uh their respective counties they divvied it up into four areas um duchess county had its own uh tournament uh putnam and northern westchester had a tournament um, you know, the rest of Westchester, the rest of Rockland had their own tournaments, um, which I thought was good. It was something for, you know, for the kids. Section 9 is not doing that. Their, se their winter season is going to end on February 28th. And unfortunately, I, I, I think some of these some of these teams are going to be lucky to get in 10 games. If that, they've only got, you know, whatever it is, they've only got nine days left, 10 days. I think we, we, we talked about, you know, the amount of games that we were gonna, that, that we each thought that teams were going to get in. I know you were saying about the uh, AAU basketball, you know, 16, 17 year old kids can sit there and run forever. Um, I didn't think that was the case. I didn't think they were going to get double digit games, um, you know, and I didn't take into account the weather. I just figured between practices and, you know, everything that had to get in there that I, I just didn't see double digit games coming. And now that the weather is taking place, I, it's, I, there's just no way they're going to get 10 games in, in, in a season. Yeah. And that's, do they extend the season? You know, well, that seems to be the topic. I mean, you know, I mean, I know a lot of parents are, are besieging uh, uh, Greg Ransom, the section nine executive director to extend the season another couple of weeks into, into March. Uh, will that overlap with the, with the quote unquote fall two season? Um, yes. Uh, but again, Section 9 is also different. Remember, Section 9 canceled all of its fall sports and moved them to the fall two season. So it wasn't just football and volleyball. It was, um, it was soccer as well. So I get it from a logistical standpoint. I do understand that you're going to have some overlap there. 
And in section one, the overlap is just, you know, kids who uh, are, are playing basketball who would normally roll, you know, then roll into um, um, a, a spring sport. But we had to wedge this fall two season in, in between the spring and, and the winter. And in section nine, it's more than just, you know, more than just football. So now you've got kids who are playing basketball who may play soccer. Uh, same thing with the girls. They may play girls basketball, and then they may have played, normally played soccer in the fall, that they're going to play soccer in this fall two season. And, it, you know, I, I get the feeling that they're not going to extend that season because it would truly make too much of an overlap into the fall two uh, um, category. That's a tough call, man. Uh, you know, again, you know, with the weather, uh, which you can never account for, but it's been, you know, not unprecedented, but certainly extraordinary, especially this month. I mean, we went pretty much from, you know, all of December and January with, you know, one storm, maybe maybe a, a small second one. Um, but here in February, we're, it's like we're getting snow every other day. Yep. And they're they're canceling schools, even sometimes when, they, when, when it's, schools are mostly remote. They're calling it off and saying, oh, just let's have a snow day. And even if they do remote, it doesn't mean you can get on a bus at four o'clock and go, go go to, uh, you know, travel from Ellenville to, you know, out to Sullivan County or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I just I don't I don't have a problem with them stopping the season on February 28th. You know, they gave them the opportunity to play. Nobody saw a February with this type of weather coming. You know, unfortunately, it limits the games. School's canceled. You know, we, we, we tried to give you a season as best we could. See, uh, that's one place I'll disagree with you. I, I think they should have had some sort of contingency plan for this. Because, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's all well and good to say, listen, we did our best. We, we tried to give you a season. We gave you a season. You ended up playing six games or eight games. You know, I, I just I feel bad for the seniors that that's all they're going to get. Oh no, and absolutely. They, and they don't have you know a postseason tournament uh, in section nine like they will in in section one. You know, at least in section one, some of these kids are you know they're going to be able to go get their Letterman's jacket and it's going to say on the back you know Dutchess County champions like uh, you know like Beacon Soccer for instance. Um, you know, so I. I, you know, again, I just feel bad for the kids that that this is the way it's going to turn out. That that their season was basically, you know, three weeks to to a month, give or take, and they're not going to get more than six to eight games in, and and with no postseason tournament. I hope most of them are, are playing another sport so they can kind of roll into another sport and and keep playing and and stay active and 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 not be thinking about this. But not everybody, you know, there's some kids who are basketball only. And this is all they're going to get. That's no, I, listen, I, I I agree with you 100. percent You know, the season sucks. It's 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 horrible. Yeah. You know, but they've gotten more than other athletes have gotten. Yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, you know, other, plus, other athletes didn't get a season. Yeah. You know? And plus, it's so, it's extraordinary. Let let's face it. The, the absolutely. This is know, all new. This is this is something we've never been before. Yeah. You know, this not, hasn't not, happened in 100 years. None of us were alive the last time this happened. Absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's for us, this is all unprecedented. We have no idea, 
you know, how we're going to run a season, how we're going to do this, how we're going to do that. We've never done this before. You know, I, you know, vaccines are just rolling out and it's, it's, you know, my opinion, let's take the year, give the kids what we can give them. If it's February 28th, that's the end of the season On to the next, give them what you can give them, get through this year, get the vaccines out, get the immunity out there. Right. And then, you know what, January next year, let's give it a shot again. Yeah, hopefully in this fall, even that you come back normal. That right, football, you know, you know we'll, we'll we'll start at the end of August, as will, um, you know, uh, um, uh, volleyball and, um, you know, boys and girls soccer and field hockey and swimming and and tennis. Um, you know, hopefully it'll just be a regular normal year when we get to September to start the twenty one twenty two high school yeah, I, year. I, don't, I don't think we see normal as we knew normal anymore I mean, no I, I yeah i think so there's going to be a lot of things that you know that stay the same i think yeah. you and i have discussed this before that there's you know some things that we've done uh in this country to help mitigate the spread of the virus uh you know it, it could go away 100 percent, but i still think you're going to see a lot of things i think one of the things you and i mentioned you know either last podcast or the first one was the virus can go away 100 percent, but i doubt very highly you're going to see them backtrack on, for instance, wearing your mask on an airplane right. or in the airport. I think that's going to stay. You know, you know? I, I, I was talking to my wife about it the other day, and I, I always questioned. You know, you, you see the you see the news. You look at the, the clips from China. You see everybody wearing a mask. All right. The, you know, three, four, five years ago, they're wearing. Yes. Masks. Yes. You know, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Why has everybody got a mask on? And you know what? Here we are. And, uh, and again, I like you said, we discussed this before. I don't think masks go away. Nope. I, th I think they're here to stay. I don't think masks go away. I don't think restaurants get back to 100% capacity. Um, and, you know, I mean, <laughs> let's face it. There's uh, maybe maybe not around here, but, you know, you ever, you know, take your loved one to dinner in New York City, you're on top. Of the next person i mean you are you know pretty much eating at the same table you're eating at the same table you can carry on the same conversation and you know of course the one thing i love about where we live you know of the many things about you know being in hudson valley is yep. you know it, it, it's it's close enough to get to new york which i absolutely adore but far enough away that we don't you know practice too many of the things that go on down there like for instance in restaurants where your tables are on top of each other where you know they are on a clock, man. They are, you know, th that table should be turned over in an hour and 10 minutes. And, and if, you, if you're still lingering down there, oh, my God, do you get the, you know, the deaths there. So, um, you know, but I still, you know, that, that again, that's one of the things I don't think uh, is, is, is going to ever come back. Like mask on an airplane is going to stay, um, you know, short of 100 percent capacity, whether that's, you know, 50 or 75. Uh, I think they're going to make restaurants kind of, you know, spread out a little more. Um, I think locally you'll see restaurants opening up to probably about a hundred percent up here. Well, I hope so. I mean, New I hope, York, I hope New that happens. I agree with you. I don't, you I don't know. see that happening. But yeah, I mean, I hope it happens because I hope that, you know, we got off subject slightly, but not really. This, the point right. is we hope that all of this comes back for the next full high school season, starting in September, really August when they, when they're supposed to start, you know, the first of uh, official practice. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. I'm hoping that the spring season brings, uh, you know, warm weather because that did kind of mitigate the the virus uh, last summer. 
Uh, obviously, a lot of cases went down. The heat, you know, kind of, you know, kills off the virus. Um, and hopefully we'll, uh, you know, we'll see that happen throughout uh, the baseball softball season when that uh, when that comes up uh, at some point in uh, uh, in April for our local high schools. And uh, and speaking of baseball, it's one of the things I wanted to uh, wrap up with the uh, Renegades. Uh, we haven't talked much about them. But our local minor league baseball team uh, has graduated <laughs> after 27 years. They are no longer a short season, bottom of the rung, class A farm team. Um, they are now uh, a high class A team, uh, which means they're playing 140 games as opposed to 76, I think it was. And affiliated uh, which, with the best team in baseball. You know, and now they are, instead of uh, being a, a Tampa Bay Rays, franchise which which hasn't been a bad thing i mean they were in the world series last year and they've been a really good franchise you know the last half dozen years or so um they are now affiliated with the new york yankees and that alone is going to be a big thing uh for the renegades but they did release their schedule uh and and thankfully it wasn't dramatically impacted by COVID 19. um normally long season or high class a minor leagues would start around the same time that the major leagues start in the beginning of uh, april that will not happen this year the renegades will start play on may 4th instead of playing 140 games and 70 at home they will play 100 uh, for this year only uh, hopefully not wood for this season only they will play um, 120 games 60 at home and 60 on the road um, they will have fans at Dutchess Stadium down in Fishkill, and uh, it won't be full. You won't see 4,000 or more, almost 5,000 people in there every night like it has been. Now, they've been one of the uh, Renegades and been one of the league leaders in the New York Penn League for uh, attendance, uh, which I suspect is only going to get you know even higher being a Yankees fr franchise. Um, so it won't be sold out. There will be social distancing and uh, capacity limits put in. But, you know, keep your fingers crossed, Knockwood. Looks like we're going to have a minor league baseball season in the Hudson Valley. Absolutely. What do you think about the um, the game schedule? Um, six games against each team, you know, at a clip. You know, when when I know they start off, uh, what is it, May 4th, they're playing the Jersey Shore Bowl, uh, Blue Claws in a six-game series. Right. That's, that that's a little – yeah, no, you're right. That's a great point to bring up, Ed. It's um, it's a little different. There's no question about that. They're going to play um, six-game series, off day, six-game series, off day, and on so on throughout the uh, season from May into September. Um, all six games each week will be against the same team. Um, the division, there, excuse me, the league that they're in, it's, called, it's just being called, nothing fancy, just being called the high class a east league for minor leagues it did have two divisions north and south um but for this year only again to cut down on travel the renegades will only be playing teams in the northeast uh which include uh, as eddie said uh, um, the jersey uh blue claws um uh, aberdeen ironbirds which was in the new york Penn league with them last year and uh, three other teams from their own division that's all they're going to play this year. So if you thought you were going to be able to see, um, you know, for instance, uh, the Astros uh, high single A farm team, um, you know, come to Dutchess Stadium, that's not going to happen until next season. 
when they start playing some crossover games against teams in the South Division. Um, you know, there was a you know a couple teams from North Carolina. Um, you know, Kinston, I think, was one of them. Winston Salem was one of them. So you you won't see that. You'll see a lot of of, of teams um, over and over again. It'll be like a Groundhog Day kind of thing. But um, but I'm just thankful. I, I I'm just thankful that they're that optimistic that they're going to have baseball and it's and and, and it's going to be you know 120 games and have fans. Yeah. I mean, that to me is, is your first step towards normalcy. I mean, you know, hats off to the Renegades. I mean, you know, they're, they're the leading the, the charge here to get, you know, sports, not necessarily sports back, but, you know, get fans back into the game. You know, it, it's, I think it's time, you know, yeah. it's time that, you know, we're, we're, fans are allowed back into the stadiums. And again, not at a hundred percent. I agree with that. I don't have a problem with that. You know, if they do 50%, you know, I'm good with that, but it's good to see that, that they're bringing fans back and you know, looking to, to move forward with all of this. Yeah. And you know what, to, 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 to wrap us up for this week, I hope that there's a trickle down effect from all of this. The fact that the Renegades are going to have a season and, and almost a full complete season if you think about it just starting one month late is not that not that big a deal okay it's not that impactful i mean you're going from 140 games to 120 it's not that big a deal okay i hope the fact that they have a season and they're allowing fans i hope the recent ruling uh that our our pro teams can start bringing fans back into our venues in new york i believe that that's going to happen this coming week and if i'm not mistaken I just saw, even though it's only going to be at, I think it's at 10 or 20% capacity, um, you know, it, 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 it's supposed to happen uh, ASAP this week. And from what I read, the, the two home games that they put on sale for the Knicks at Madison Square Garden, uh, again, there was only a limited amount of seats. I think the garden still holds about 20,000, 19,763, I think to be exact. If it's at 10%, you know, okay, you're only getting 2,000 fans in there. But people are dying for that sort of thing because they, they sold out in two hours. Um, again, there wasn't a big allotment. There's only a couple thousand tickets to be able to go. But that just tells you that people want to go. And I hope it trickles down to the high schools that they, they do realize. And, and people have said, uh, and the data has shown, you know, everybody's big on data and science, but they're not looking at the data and the science. They're not looking at the fact that, you know, people have done studies. Wisconsin did a study. You know, there were no super spreader events from sports since they started back in uh, back in August and September. Other states have reported the same thing. It's just not there. And I, I hope that all of this, you know, kind of trickles down and we do get back to some sort of sense of, of normalcy, especially on the high school level. Because, you know, again, my heart breaks for, you know, parents who – can't see their kids play and section nine has a hard and fast rule section one does not um you know if you if you go on and you're a fan of hudson valley sports report.com you'll see we've we've been at games we've you know taken photos um you know but not in section nine they have a no media policy for their winter sports their indoor sports and that's a shame because you know if parents aren't able to get in and we're not able to get in. Uh, it's hard for us to convey just the, you know, everything that happened in a game just from a simple coach's phone call or an email. And that's hoping that it 
those even come. Some coaches are, are better than others about reporting their results. These kids still need their publicity. They still need their recognition. Their parents would love to know, you know, how the game played out and that sort of thing. So, you know, I'm always hopeful, um, you know, and optimistic that that's the way it'll it'll shake out. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, like I said earlier, getting back to some sort of normalcy. Yep. Um, people just don't realize how much sports affect their lives. I mean, like you said, a two thousand, yeah. you know, a twenty thousand seat arena is going to sell out. You know, sell two thousand tickets and sold out in ten minutes. You know, people just don't realize that sports are a necessity in people's lives. It's Absolutely, just, and not have even to have them. Yeah, you know? and not even that at the high school level, which is you know obviously our our main thing, our bread and butter. You know, I've I've talked to other people about it. Yeah, I mean, I've been a sports writer for thirty four years and. Um, you know, I started the site because I wanted kids to get more recognition and, and, and publicity and things like that. But, you know, you have no idea what, what extracurricular uh, activities mean to a high school student. It's not just sports. It's the drama club. It's band. It's debate. It's, you know, the Spanish club, whatever. It, it You know, it, it, there's a camaraderie among the people who are in those clubs. Um, there, there's friendship. Um, there's socialization. I mean. You know, a lot of these things have gone by the wayside, Eddie, and, uh, um, you know, with no sports and no after-school clubs and things like that. And for those reasons alone, you hope that it, that all of them come back. Absolutely. Rich, why don't you give everybody an idea how they can reach out to you and, and get, get a hold of you on social media? Yeah, you know, we're on, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Um, of course, you have the website, HudsonValleySportsReport.com, all together. Um, you know, we've uh, we've been doing a, a bang up job of getting most of the games in. Um, you know, we need the cooperation of the coaches to give us a shout. And hopefully they'll understand that, uh, again, especially for Section 9, you know, no media, no other people in the building except officials and scorekeepers and uh, athletic trainers and things like that. That it's, it's you know, you still want to get those uh, um, get that information out there about your kids and what happened and who had a big game and you know, who came off the bench and rarely plays, but had a, you know, had a key bucket or a defensive stop or something along those lines. So definitely uh, be sure to call us up. Everything is on the site. Uh, every way to contact us, Hudson Valley Sports Report.com. All right. Thanks, Rich. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week, Friday. Tune in then. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>